It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The Chels is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the Chels. Welcome to the really late, late, early, early show, because I've got two guests who are both in a real hurry. That's how important our guests are. They've got to get this done, because they've got to get going somewhere. Andy Saunders, who's going to go and say hello first, is also joined by Jeff Whiting, who's also got to go to another two. Where are you going, Andy? I'm going to cinema. Cinema? Yeah. You're giving us a hassle for the cinema. What are you going to go and see? I'm going to go and see A Star Is Born. Oh, Gary Hayes. Do you know how many times Gary Hayes has seen A Star Is Born? A no, million. <laughs> no, it's only been out a couple of weeks or whatever. Right. He's seen it four times. Yeah, but he's got one of those free cinema ticket things that he can go whenever he wants. Well, no, he just loves the film. Uh. You know, I just think it's a bit odd. I don't even remember it in my heyday of being really bored of everything in the world going to see the same film four times. Yeah, well, you're a cultural Palestine. <laughs> a cultural Palestine. Okay, let's move on. Um, hey, have yeah. you noticed Leon's got his shirt on inside out? Oh, don't mention that. Apparently, I think it's fashion. Leon, <laughs> by the way, is our engineer. Lovely guy, but has a problem with his clothes. Well, have a look at his shoes and see which feet they're on later. But anyway, anyway, we, we will mention it no more, Mr. Inside Out. Uh, and uh, we have Jeff Whiting here. Hello. Comedian extraordinaire. Now, where are you off to in a hurry tonight? I'm going off to entertain uh, 70 uh, hotel... 70 year olds. No. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I'm doing one of those, but that's later in the month. Uh, no, 70 people who work in hotel hospitality. Okay. Uh, sort of is thing it an do. awards evening? That sort of event, yeah. Right. I'll be, I'll be 70, chatting. 70, it's not a very big awards. No, it's not a very big crowd, is it? I don't no, mind. I'm is happy. that kind of like, you know, who provides the best room yeah, service? Actually, I think it's more a case they're putting it on for their, 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 their entertaining clients. Oh, right. oh, yeah, sorry. Don't mean to draw you, make you say I just get up and things. do the funny bit and they say, oh, that was interesting. Let's have the volivants and the snaps so, and the so you're, champagne. Are you before the volivants? I'm in the middle of the meal, which they oh, often in do. In the middle with, of the yeah, middle yeah. of the meal? Yeah. Well, so Right, okay. <laughs> now that often happens. It's bizarre. They'll say, we'll have so, the, the main course, then you come and do 20 minutes, and then we'll have a dessert, and then you come and go and do something at the end of that. And, oh, okay. Yeah, oh, okay. but I've got a couple of guys on, actually. I'm on with Ricky Grover. Do you know Ricky? Yes. Ricky Grover, uh, fantastic guy, Ricky is. He's, um, 
uh, ex boxer, ex hairdresser. There aren't many of those. Okay, both. You're never going to tell him you've had a shit haircut, are you? No, no. <laughs> but also, you can't imagine Tyson Fury cutting hair, can you? But but he, this guy was generally a you know pro level boxer and then gave that up retired and apparently some of his family was a hairdresser so they said come and work with us at the salon ended up hairdressing then went from that to stand-up comedy what a good guy oh excellent yeah so he's on as well with me i'm not by myself which is helpful so do you do you have a set routine or do you busk it or what do you do how do you do it yeah you have a set routine and then if after five minutes it's not working you start busking it right okay fair enough. that's when you know plan b that's when if you're that another sounds, comic a, you know when a comic's doing that that sounds like kerry's life <laughs> Exactly, but I'm still here. Yeah, so something's exactly. going right, I guess. But um, so yeah, okay. Well, we'll draw it back to football. Last week we had the whole debacle of Tottenham, and apparently we're in crisis. Everything's falling apart, and we were saying that you know this is reparation week, and it's been a pretty good reparation against the teams we had. I mean, let's go back to um, Thursday. Actually, no, I tell you what, let's talk about a couple of things because I noticed on the way here today, uh, Cesar has signed a new contract. Yeah, it's good. I mean, what's interesting about that is very quietly behind the scenes, the club is locking down key players. And I think that's four key players that have been locked down now. We've got Kante, uh, we've got Alonso, we've got Azpilicueta, someone else. Um, Another player. Another player. (laughs) Um, You're right, those certainly. I heard all all, all those coming. Yeah, and I think that's, you know, people forget sometimes that, you know, it's just as important to consolidate your existing squad as it used to go out there and buy things in the January transfer window. Look at Arsenal. I mean, how, not being funny, but, you know, how can you let somebody like Aaron Ramsey go? You know, he's a very decent player, I think. Well, yeah, but he's always injured. I know, but... You know, I mean, if you actually look at the amount of time that boy spent on the treatment table, I know he's only in his mid-twenties, and I know he's a properly class player, but would you take a chance on him? Well, no, I'm not an Arsenal fool, so, you know, but... <laughs> but, I mean, he's a good player. I mean, you know, if somebody, a, was, somebody a, was saying, oh, he'll go on a free, he's like, yeah, but he'll spend nine months of the season on the treatment yeah, table. Yeah, if that happens, you're right. It's, it's a risky. That's probably why it's the case. Yeah, maybe. I just think it's a bit of an odd one to let go. I think he's a decent player. Although, having said that, I think... They've bought a couple of other decent midfielders, and that's yeah. also the problem. For yeah, them. I mean, yeah, he, he is a good player, but how's he going to get in that midfield at the moment? Yeah. I mean, he's just not, I, is he? I so. agree. So there's a, there's, a, there's a couple of other subtexts to this transfer thing. One is also that Sarri has come out with today that uh, he really wants the club to lock in Luis and Fabregas to new contracts. And he says that, you know, they're important to have around. We need to have them about. It's just down to the length of the contract, but he believes the club will do the right thing. Well, the key thing there is the length of the contract. And if they'll accept a year's contract, a season's contract, you know, to be a squad player, then, you know, then then great, let's have them, you know. But I think that, you know, them thinking that they're going to play, you know, 30, 40 games a season is cloud cuckoo land. I think we have to bolster the central defence and we have to, you know, keep building on on our midfield. And, you know, Fabregas really is a starting position. He's probably third or fourth choice to be honest yeah I think you're right I mean he's, he's in the pecking order now he's not a starter is he unless it's one of the European games or the Carabao Cup or something else is he really yeah but I mean to be fair I think he's done well when he's come on but he's definitely not a starter now I mean Luis well obviously against Tottenham it was the old Luis wasn't it yeah, yeah. Well, I, mean, well, I mean he just disappeared at various points uh, for two at least two of the goals And uh, but then to be fair he seems to have managed to regain some composure I'll give him a bit of credit that Sarri a bit of credit for getting him 
back on track slightly. But yeah, I mean, Sarri called them leaders, and that he needs to keep leaders. Yeah, he's at the, about club. the dressing room, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, I mean, he also has this idea of you know players may not play, but they're just as important to the club. So it's really down but, to how the players. That's what Andy said, isn't it? If they're happy with it, if they'll, I mean, if they'll do it, I mean, if they're happy just to be a leader who comes on now and again and chats in the dressing room, but if they're not, then Fabregas, I think, is the interesting one because you can't see Fabregas dropping down and playing for an Everton or a Wolves or you know, no. one of these kind of like, you know, I mean, actually Everton are doing okay, but, you know, one of these below mid-table teams where players seem to go yeah. to die in the Premiership. I can't see Fabregas doing that, no, not after the career that he's had. Um, so the, probably the best option for him is to stay at a club like ours and be yeah. a, you know, be an impact player, be a, you know, be a Europa League player, yeah. an FA Cup player, um, you know, come on, you know, in the case of dire injury, but he's not a starter. David Luiz is slightly more difficult because I think he probably thinks that he, yeah. you know, he should start somewhere. So, you know, he may agitate for a move. Um, I think he's more likely to, yeah. I'm, I'm frustrated with David Luiz. I, I, look, I've been saying, what well, we've all been saying, haven't we, let's be honest, you know, he's got two big mistakes in him a game. For 90%, 95% of the game, he'll play brilliantly, he'll he'll lead the he'll line, spray the ball he'll about. spray the ball, he'll take free kicks, he'll, you know, he'll put his head in, he'll, you know, anticipate well, and then he'll just go diving in, leave us horribly exposed and, you know, and open us up to a potential disaster. And that's yeah. my problem with him. I never feel safe I don't. with him in the middle of the defence. I think there's an, there's another issue as well. Uh, I, I totally take what you're saying about Luis, and I think this is the transitional season. This is the season for Christensen or A and other to look at the possibility of taking over from him, learning what Sarri wants. From what we can see about Sarri, he's determined to make the players bend to his will. So obviously yeah. he doesn't think Christensen's right. And as we all know, ever since the, the middle half of January last year, he's not been the same player we had before. So maybe that's reparation going on there. It's like with Loftus-Cheek, he's trying to bend him to his will. And we'll talk about him a bit later because I think there's some interesting things. But I also think there's something interesting about Sarri wanting these older players tied down at Chelsea longer. Italian teams invariably have older players in their side. They do, and he had Bonucci at uh, Napoli, you know, and, and uh, uh, you, know, he, he, you know, he's had, you know, lots of players. No, Bonucci wasn't at Napoli, was he? It was Juventus. No, uh, Juventus. But, you know, he had players at Napoli, you know, that were, as yeah. you might want to call them, veterans, you know. And yeah. I get that. I understand that. I like there to be, you know, grown-ups on the pitch. I, li- I like there to be leaders on the pitch. And we've lacked that ever since the kind of the slow, yeah. you know, sort of demise of Czech... Uh, Terry, Lampard, Drogba, Spine, yeah. you yeah. know, with, with some of those other players as well, Ashley Cole and, you know, Michael. I mean, those leaders on the pitch, we haven't had that. You know, Azpilicueta is is the captain, but he's not really a, you know, sort of grabbing by the throat no, captain. No, he's not, is he? I don't think so. I think Jorginho, player, but... I, I think Jorginho's a potential captain. I like, I like the fact that he talks and he organises and, you know, I, I like Jorginho. I'm a fan. We'll Excuse me, we'll come on and talk about him a little bit later, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, I totally get where Sarri's coming from, but I would rather sacrifice that leadership for some stability yeah. and, and some security, frankly. You think so? I mean, I, I, and I think you're right about David Lewis. I think he expects now, I mean, obviously, Conte, he, you, you could see Lewis started to accept he wasn't going to start so much. But now he's with Sarri. He, I think he expects to start. And I think 
if Sarri's still the manager and he got another contract, he'll think he's going to start. Mm. And I'm, I'm, as a Chelsea fan, I'm afraid I'd rather perhaps somebody else came in there uh, long term. I'd position. give Christensen a go. I would, you know. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a play the youth, you know, sort of advocate. You know, for, you know, I think we all want to play the youth if, the, if it's the right youth and they're going to come in and, you know, and provide something better than what already exists. Absolutely. But I'm not somebody who says we need to just blood players for the sake of it. I'm quite vocal about that. But I think Christensen probably has earned a shot yeah. given Luis's recent performance. I mean, I don't think he's been massively secure this no. season. Every time he's, play, he's played, he's made me wince a little bit, but I thought he played, you know, better in midweek. Um, and, and, Sarah, he's worth, I mean, and it's worth giving him a shot, I think. You know, yeah. let, let's see how him and Rudiger play together. I think he seems to prefer Christensen, because obviously Cahill's the older player, so it looks like if he's going to put anybody, it's Christensen's in front of Cahill in the pecking order. So, you know, it looks like Christensen did come in and play a couple of games and start to look solid that he might have a chance of gaining maybe not that place permanently but at least be a challenger for Lewis in that place yeah. I, th- I think that's interesting because again we're looking at the fact that Sarri likes the older players likes the experience but there's also another thing going on with with all of this talk about signing our players we must sign the other players is that we have this potential investigation going on for transfers and that we could get a lengthy ban and it's talked about in the ways of not the ways that are normally just gossipy. This feels as though there could be something going on, which may be hinting at why Chelsea are nailing everyone down where they can to long contracts. I think, I think there's a lot in that. I also think Man City are, are in the gun They're, already, yeah. they're in the gun sites over there, kind of dodgy sponsorship, they you are. know, sort of machinations. So I think there's a few clubs that in January, particularly, and maybe in the next windows, where depending when this happens, are just going to go out there and spend, spend, spend. And that's going to obviously put a massive premium yeah. on key players. And I don't know, I think it's, uh, it's going to be difficult. So we have to look at those players that we have available to us. The one thing about Sarri that we're learning, I think, after, you know, how many, how many uh, games is it now? 19, 20 19, games. 20 games. Um, he's a very, very stubborn man. <laughs> you know, he's a very stubborn man with a very set philosophy and a very set view. This idea of bending players to his will is, is very spot on, I think. And also the idea that he wants his team to play his way yeah. and he doesn't want us to adapt to other teams now we found that you know to our cost in the Spurs game where we did not adapt to what Spurs were going to do um, I thought we were better this week it'll be very interesting moving forward to see whether some of those big personalities in the Chelsea team will as Kerry says bend to his will yeah. I, th- I think it's it's a really interesting moment because now it's about Sarri going I don't care what you all say. This is how it's going to happen. And he was pretty strong in his talk about Kante last week before, um, after the Tottenham game and before the next game's coming up. He said, he cannot play there for me, not where Jorginho is. He will not play as a two. He will play there and he will learn what I want from him. Well, it's important to, to, to clarify what he said. He said, I want a technical player sitting at the base of my midfield. Kante is not as technical a player yeah. as Jorginho. That was spun out as Jorginho is better than Kante, you know, and all this nonsense. Yeah. I think you always have to read this stuff in context. And what he said is, I like a technical passing player there. You know, I, that's, that's Jorginho for that's me. And I think that's fair enough. If you're the manager, if that's your philosophy, that's fair enough. You know, I mean, we'll come on and talk about Kante. Yeah, but, we will. But, you know, but, but it's, it's very interesting. It is, because it is all about that. He wants him to be a defensive midfielder, but just not near the defence. It's very yeah. interesting. But... Because he's using Jorginho a bit like Pirlo used to play, yeah, doesn't he? Yeah, exactly. And the only thing is, uh, when 
Son did him for that goal. You know, he did look like he's not a defence. He didn't look Wait. like a strong defensive midfield well, he was player. Massively he? overwhelmed. He in was, midfield. Well, to be fair, exactly. And the, the defence, he wasn't. He had no support there either. No. But, but we had no defence, and he had no one in front of him who was. Yeah. Tidy enough. I don't think anybody would would call Jorginho a destroyer. I thought he was brilliant in the first half uh, on uh, Sunday uh, against Fulham. Really, really good, and showed yeah. uh, showed all his qualities. Um, but where do you want to start game wise? Because otherwise, we're going to end yeah, up. Yeah, no, exactly. I just wanted to talk about a whole transfer thing and yeah. encapsulate it. So, okay, we move on from Tottenham. You know, everyone said, "Oh, there's ten changes after the Tottenham game." Well, there always were going to be. The yeah. surprise was it wasn't eleven, yeah. and that he keeps on playing Kepper, yeah. which I think is amazing because I think he's trying to give Kepper the confidence to really show he's the number one. Give him as much game time as possible yeah. instead of subbing him. Doesn't having... need to. I mean, Kepper is. You know, I think he's. He's already proved himself the number one. But he's a brilliant goalkeeper. He is. He's and he fills me with more and more confidence every game we play. He does something. He may only do one or two things, but you go, he's really on the money. Here. First ten games, he did nothing. You know, yeah. you're watching him going, why have we paid 70 million quid for a bloke who kind of stands there and picks his nose for the whole game? Because yeah. he didn't have anything to do. When he's been called into action in recent weeks, oh, he's yeah. been superb. He has. He's brilliant on the ball. He's calm on the ball. I mean, the only time which he's... Which they want, which we wanted, because yeah. we haven't always had that. Exactly. We haven't had that for a long time. Yeah. I haven't had that since Dimitri Karin, Not... I don't think. <laughs> you know? And I think that, you know... Dimitri <laughs> um, I think the, um, the, uh, the only time that we really saw sort of cracks in the, in, in, in the, in the kind of facade was against Tottenham, where... He, but everybody panics in that game. He yeah. didn't have any options. But, yeah. you know, he's been brilliant with the ball at his feet. He made, he's made some incredible saves. I don't think there's any doubt that he's, you know, a top, top class European he is, goalkeeper. He is. He's, he's becoming one of the best in the Premiership, I think. Yeah. But uh, it had, did take him a few games. And I think you're right. It looked like he was getting better each game, which is exactly what you're saying, is that he's getting the run because Terry thinks he will get better every game. And he doesn't really want to keep dropping him out in certain games. Yeah, and also, if you're a goalkeeper, yeah. you're not you're, getting no, tired. No, of course you know, not. There's no point no. sort of taking him out and going, have a rest, especially <laughs> if you're not doing anything. And look, you know, you don't need to play Willie to know that he might drop the ball at some point or yeah. make an incredible save. So yeah. you don't yeah. need to keep on seeing it. And that's without even talking about Robert Green. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't. I was saying this before Saturday that just really makes my head feel very strange to look down and there's Rob Green, who is probably never, ever going to play for us, I would have thought, because no. he's the fourth keeper, isn't he? Yeah. So it's, it's all a bit he's strange. the fourth keeper? Yeah. After who? After, what's his name? Bulker. Oh, Bulker. You yeah, think he's, he's the fourth the keeper? Yeah, he is. Bulker is the is third keeper. Blimey. So, Good work yeah. if you can get it. Well, well you know, absolutely. perhaps Rob Green's great in the dressing room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's a leader. Sign him up for 12 years. Well, I mean, that's the other hilarious thing. It's Hilario still about, isn't he? Yeah. Because you know, he never, I think he played about once. And then there was Edward. We've had a lot of goalkeepers that have played absolutely yeah. Who was that bloke times? we got from Sunderland that never played? Do you remember? Was he German or Austrian, Swiss? Oh gosh! When I was that? The... Oh, shout out on Twitter. Yeah, we'll find out before I Google it. Afterwards. Okay, yeah. but um, but yeah. So uh, there were all these changes. Um, none of it was a surprise. Um, where do we start with it? I mean, I guess we should have a look at. You know, yet again, Sarri shows his management for me in the fact that. He gives Hudson Odoi a start. Ruben Loftus Cheek is playing. Christensen's playing. Ampadu comes on. Um, he, there is no doubt that he is aware of the youngsters we've yeah. got, isn't he? Yeah, it shows but he that. is trying to yeah. manage them. Yeah, it shows that, doesn't it? Because he will bring him in for those games, um, and they're they're taking the chances as well. 
Jurgen Macho. Jurgen <laughs> Macho. Wasn't Macho enough to get in the side? Chelsea appearances, none. None. Goals, none. It's <laughs> been great if there'd been one. Yeah. <laughs> no appearances, one goal. Jurgen <laughs> Macho. Yeah. <laughs> But, but yeah, I mean, I, I think it's interesting. You're seeing management at play. And we'll talk about this later, about Ruben Loftus-Cheek. We'll talk about that after the um, Fulham game, because there's a point I want to make about this. But he is doing things in a particular way. And he obviously, obviously felt that hudson Adoy was ready to play a full game. And he and was I, great. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was great. But, you know, he was great, against let's be honest, a against side. a 10-man yeah. pub side. You know, but... I don't think that should take anything away from his performance. I think there was lots to love about Hudson yeah. Adoy's performance. He was so. direct. You know, one thing I loved about him, and I really noticed, he hits the ball early. Hits it really early, yeah. good Johnson style. Yeah. And, you know, his goal was like, oh, I've hit the ball and the goalkeeper hasn't moved. Yeah. That's a real skill. He crosses, he hits the ball early. If he's got a flaw in his game, which I've noticed, and I'm sure everybody else has noticed as well, he does tend to come inside every yeah. time. Doesn't go on the outside. Yeah. So, you know, we found that with, uh, with Schurler. You know, when Schurler first came, it was like, wow, look at this guy. He's going to take people to, to pieces. Yeah. Oh, he always comes in on his right foot. You know, so we'll stick two men and oh, we can't do anything. Yeah. You know, so he'll get found out really, really quickly if he doesn't start to vary that a little bit because everything he did was run like the clappers down the line stop come inside oh, yeah. you know and hit yeah. it early for a cross which looks brilliant until you get figured out yeah, um, and then you know you're going to be shown inside every time so it's uh, you know that, that, but that, that aside um, I loved his energy I loved his confidence he looks incredibly mature he does he, he? you know he, 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 he's hungry you know he's direct I mean all the things that we want so I, I can't do anything but praise him for that performance yeah, I mean, I, I loved it. I, I loved that shot which he hit the bar yeah. in the first half. I mean, the confidence that, to do that is uh, absolutely his age. at his age. You know, you haven't had a shot. I think about a couple of minutes ago uh, earlier, he'd just been tackled and been caught out. He'd tried to give someone a dummy, and they just went, "No, I'll take the ball, thank you." Yeah. And there he is, two minutes later, going, "You know what? I'm going to have a dig at this." And it's the thinnest of margins, yeah. but. He's exciting. Very. He's great. I don't think we'll see him every week because we can't see him every week because he's not ready. But you keep bringing these players in, give them a little period in the team, let them understand what yep. the manager wants. They'll learn. They'll take away. Okay. The- I wouldn't be surprised if he's not in the squad tomorrow for Wolves because we've got City at the weekend. Um, I'm not surprised that, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't. I don't think he'll start, but he might be on the bench. You know, and depending how we get on against Wolves, he might get a run out because I don't think he's going to risk, you know, too many players midweek when we've got City coming up at the weekend. He doesn't want another repeat of Tottenham. Yeah, um, possibly. I mean, Wolves, you know, are on a weird run, aren't they? I mean, they're on a bad run at the moment, but City only drew there. But, I mean, that was the beginning of the season. Wolves were looking look really good, didn't they, first six games? Yeah, they don't and score any goals. A, That's their problem. They, they seem to have a good players, but they've had a very bad run recently. But you never know, do you? They look really happen? pretty. They move the barrel yeah, quickly. They, they get forward. They play on the front foot. There's lots to admire about them, but they don't score any goals. Well, Louis might help them out. Well, they, well exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, I think that, you know, you can get at them, essentially. Yeah. So, he might, he might I, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised to see him on the bench yeah. tomorrow. yeah. Um, and then the the other stories, I guess, from... from uh, Loud fans. Loud fans who just didn't stop the whole yeah, time. Yeah. And well, the loads around, loads around me as well. And it's like, you know, the club turning around and going, yeah, we're going to weed them out, stop them coming. No, they're not. I mean, they were just walking on with, the, walking in with, their, flat, yeah. with their flags and their bloody yeah. scarves on and sitting down and nobody did anything about it. Come on, Chelsea, sort it out. You know, that could have been a really nasty situation. Yeah, it could have been. If they'd have scored a goal or, you know, if they'd have celebrated and somebody took it the wrong way, somebody could get hurt. And yeah. it's like, it's all very well playing lip service on the website saying, oh yeah, there will be security measures in place. And it's C1 stu- 
Stewart. You know, no. nobody on the gates was stopping them. I mean, it's just dangerous in situations like with a team with that reputation yeah. to put them in the family end, to put them in, yeah. you know, situations where people get hurt. And they I was really, really do hate Chelsea. They really do. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I've been away to Fulham, you know, and they. they no, I'm were... talking about Pal Salonica. Oh, sorry, the, sorry, the sorry. Team, yeah. but 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 I think um, with the student generally, they they normally have a do a good job. I don't know why. Yeah. Normally, I think they're fairly. Yeah. Yeah. You know. yeah, the the other thing that kind of annoys me down the Matthew Harding end is that you know you see this big sign about people standing up. Yeah, I am because it's nonsense. You know, there are people with kids and the kids don't see the games. It's not fair. Well, what you're really saying is I don't see well, the no, games because I'm that. really no, small. No, absolutely, but it's just wrong. You know, it, they have all the signs up. Well, saying you chose to stand, stand there. No, we sat there. But you could have sat somewhere else. No, no. yeah, but it's not a standing area. No, Come people on. do I mean, stand up. He's right, you do, they do All stand the up. All the time, yeah. the whole of the Matthew Harding lower stands up. And there's kids who just don't see half a game. And I speak to people and, and the parents are really upset about it because kids don't see the game. Short people don't see the game. It's hard enough behind a goal to see down one side anyway. When people are standing, half the time, we have no idea what the goals look like if they've come from the left-hand <laughs> side until you get home and see it on TV. The fact of the matter is, you're not going to change it. No, it's it's not, not. going to change, so you should move. Yeah, yeah, but the club should change it. Why do they have well, they're not, signs? But so? they're not going to change it, Kerry. Well, like they've they sent, won't change Salonica fans. Well, no, they, they, they've sent people letters. It didn't work. They've, yeah. they've, 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 they've threatened yeah. all sorts. They don't never follow through on their threats. It's no. not going to change. Yeah, no, so you, I, you can, you, I mean, I, 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 I can understand you venting. It's frustrating. I'll stood with you there. You are very short. You don't see anything, yeah. you know. But, it's, um, you, know, you know, think of the kids, and, though. You know, you, know, you can't exactly stand on your chair, can you? So. No. Well, you could, but then the people behind then really you'll can't get more see. complaints. So, yeah, you know, so you know, it's it's one of those, you know, it is what it is. I'm afraid. Well, then they really. should remove the persistent standing signs on the screen before the game. I people, think that's just lip service. It's like yeah, a lot of what they do. They turn and go. Well, we did tell people. We did tell the Greek fans not to come in. You know, we did say that they would be ejected, but they never follow through on the threats. I mean, if you ever, re- you know, if you ever were to report someone for something terrible, I really doubt anything would happen no, because they just they don't follow through. I, I know one person in front of me likes to sit the whole game, um, and this is Nick, um, <laughs> and uh, he will only stand if he really can't see. And, you know, this only started three or four years ago, this standing. We used to always stand for the big games. That's fine. Yeah. You know, your Man U's, your Arsenal's, your Tottenham, your Liverpool. You stood, and it created an extra atmosphere. Now you're standing for Fulham or, or Pauk. You know, it makes no sense. But this guy, who hardly ever stands, is the only person I know who's received an email saying, you have been standing in the Matthew Harding lower and you could get banned. He's going, I can't believe it. And, you know, that's how nuts it is. So what are you going to do tomorrow night at Wolves? Are you going to shout at people for no, standing? No, I don't mind that. Away game. Again, away game. When it's creating an atmosphere, I don't care. Yeah. But when it's a crap game, I'd rather sit down and watch it rather than be stood up all the time. When, look, when everyone's bouncing and it's, you know, you're 1-0 up against Man City, yeah, I don't care whether I see it all or not because you're in yeah. the whole atmosphere. When you're standing and everyone's actually really bored, like, say, against Fulham, because most of the crowd is actually hung over and is going, <laughs> why the hell am I here midday. at midday and nothing's happened other than they gave us a little sparkle in the fourth minute with a goal and then did nothing till the 90th minute or whatever. You know, that's when it becomes a little bit variable. But, yeah, no, I mean, it is how it is, but I just think it's kind of annoying, really. I mean, I sit in the West End Low and we sit, and I quite like that. But I also quite like standing in the in the Matthew Harding lower as well. I mean, it is what it is, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, I can, I'm, I can imagine it's it is frustrating, new, but it's a new the vast situation. majority of people want to stand. I don't know if they do. I think it's stand because it only takes one row to stand, 
and then the one behind them has to stand. Yeah. And it just, it just revolves around a few people. And they used to make everyone sit down and people would sit down. And now they just don't bother. Mm. I haven't seen a steward tell anyone anything in years. We can't tell. Not now, because everyone does it. Yeah. And you, and you, and you. Yeah. Be like whack-a-mole, wouldn't it? <laughs> you need 40,000 stewards, one per fan. Isn't that what you have with your tortilla chips? Whack-a-mole. Mm. Anyway. The Chelsea is lubricated by Watney's Pale Ale. Watney's Pale Ale, the Chelsea Beer of the Month. The Chelsea is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Um, so, yeah, so I mean, there's not much more to say about power. Well, once they had a man sent off, it was over. I yeah, mean, it was I mean done, well, it was over anyway. I mean, you know, because, you know, uh, Mulvidi lost to Barty Barisov, so it was a, it was a dead rubber yeah. to start with. I mean, they probably came along with a little bit of pride. You know, I actually had a Greek fan sitting next to me, which I had a conversation with, and he was saying that, you know, Pauk have had their best season ever. They're, you know, they're very happy with the way things are going. They don't, nobody came along with any expectation. They just didn't want to lose 10 0. Um, yeah. You know, and I think, uh, you know, to be fair to them, particularly in the second half, they played a little bit of football. They didn't sit back. They didn't do the 10 man sit behind no. the ball thing. You know, they didn't really cause us any problems. You know, we didn't really take advantage no, too much of it. We didn't go for the sixth, seventh, eighth, you know, fifth, whatever goal. I, mean, we just... I kind of enjoyed it. There was some high tempo, free flowing, fast paced football nice. from us. It was nice to watch. You know, Giroud again, is in the, in the, for him to in get the mix. A couple, yeah, a couple of goals. I mean, Maratta got a goal and okay. didn't, didn't celebrate. Well, you know. okay. Well, I've spoken to people who are really lot, upset it, about him not celebrating. Why? They said, I thought it was disgusting that he didn't celebrate. That shows how miserable and moody he is. And he doesn't care that he's at Chelsea. What? Yeah. That's a stupid thing to say. It, how many stupid things have you heard in the last few years down <laughs> yeah, there? Yeah. You know, I, I found that a bit strange. I mean, I, I thought it was quite funny that he didn't celebrate. I think, I mean, there's, I think there's lots of reasons probably why he didn't celebrate. He probably is feeling the pressure a little bit. He probably, that probably was a little bit of, you know, con- contemptuousness kind yeah. of, you know, if you put a ball into the box yeah. on my head, I'm actually really good in the air. Yeah. If you actually kind of deliver it on my head occasionally, I might score some goals. Yeah. You know, there's probably a little bit of that. There's also that kind of, you know, I am focused. I'm not going to celebrate. I'm more about getting goals. I mean, yeah. I think it was actually a positive thing. And that it was actually already 3-0, so why yeah. would you celebrate? The game's yeah. done. Yeah. It's not like a wonder goal. I mean, yeah, I agree with Giroud's you. Giroud's second goal, I mean, against any team, that was a brilliant goal, dropping oh. over his shoulder. I mean, that was a superb goal. It was. You know, and then he comes on against Fulham and does nothing. I know. <laughs> nothing That's at all. Absolutely. We didn't no. do anything in the second half against Pout, really, did he? That's no. the problem with Giroud. He's just like... He's you know, just he's suddenly on fire and then he's not yeah. there. Yeah. But it's a bit like Morata. Can you imagine if we had one player made a half of Giroud and half of Morata? Girata. That's what we need. Girata. Girata. Maroud. Maroud. Girata or Maroud. That's what we need. But, um, you know, and also I would say the one thing about that um, Morata goal, which was great, was a cross from Hudson-Odoi. Yeah. It was again. It was lovely. He's got a lovely way of dinking a ball. He knows where players are. Hits it early. Yeah, yeah. he does. No, I, that that aside, he's just got a good way to pass as well. He, he's well, a, no. But the point about hitting it early is that he's he's not taking three, four touches. Yeah, you know, and, and setting it up. You know, he's not like Zappa costering it where he's yeah. got it. He's bringing it back. He's taking it forward and then he's crossing it. No. You know, he's the ball's coming to him and he's dinking it in. Yeah, he's, he's hitting it, it early. Away. That's yeah, what I mean about that. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. No, it's it, it's it's good to see. And the other person who I give a mention to. I mean, Christensen, not much to say. No one really got at him. Um, but Ampadu, I, I just love the look of that kid. 
I mean, first thing he did in about two seconds was flatten somebody with a tackle. <laughs> Let me ask you a question about Ampadu. What's his position? Uh, I don't think anyone knows. I think That's a problem, though, isn't it? No, I think it's a good thing because I think he, he could be one of those utility players. I can see him playing at fullback. I can see him playing at centre-half. And I can also pl- see him playing in midfield. What's the problem with utility players? Uh, I don't know. They're useful. They're useful to the club. They get very frustrated as players. Yeah, no, that's that's a fair point. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he's still very young, so you know, maybe they're sounding you know, him out. I think it's an issue because I don't think. Now you can shout me down if you want that he's got the physical build to be a centre back. I genuinely don't. I remember watching him against Huddersfield last mm. year, where Departure just like beasted him in the air and scored at the end. It was the end of the game. It didn't matter. But I remember thinking a bit like Ake. Yeah. I don't think he's got the build for a Premier League centre back. Um, I think he's. Potentially not quick enough to be a fullback. Um, I think personally his his role is a holding midfield player. Yeah. But then he's got to kick Kante and Jorginho out the way yeah. to get there. Yeah. You know, in the same way that Scott Parker had to kick Makaleli out the way. And you know, so uh, so I think it's an issue. I think Ampadu is an issue, not through any fault of his own, because I like him. I think he's a class player. I think he's got good. But physically, unless he grows a little bit, yeah. you know, in the, look at the Premier League. Well, he's still young. These days. He is no, still, he's still young. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not right. No, don't get me wrong. I'm down mm. on him. My concern is that he ends up being a utility player. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he ends up turning around and going, I just want to play football. No, you're right. Because yeah, that's, no, that's interesting. I've never thought of it like that. You're right. Because he could be put on, as you said, left or right back or centre back. But as I said, and because we're so strong with Kante and Jorginho, he's not going to get that defensive midfield role. No. It could be several years if he's yeah. lucky. I mean, um, but I do think he's a good all-round player. I agree with you on that. I think he's, he looks good, but you are right. I think he's, he's not quite sure where to put him. Uh, and that's an issue. And I think that that, that is, you know, Loftin-Cheek has taken quite a long time to find that. Is he a number 10? Is he holding? Yeah. And you that's know, just st- in the midfield area. Whereas I think Ampadu, you could look at him, is he defence or is he midfield? So yeah. that's like seven or eight positions yeah, you yeah. still can't Yeah, look, let, let's put a positive spin on it. Let's say that he's developing and he's yeah, got yeah. potential to be a lot of things. And yeah. let, let's hope that, you know, he develops into something where he becomes first name on a team sheet. Let's hope so, because I think he's a brilliant young prospect. Yeah. You know, Loftus-Cheek seems to be, you know, really staking a claim now. I, I mean, really, I think it's going really, to be very difficult. I'm a massive fan of Loftus-Cheek. Yeah, I think it's going to be very difficult to keep him out the side as we progress through the season. And I like I hope so. I'm hope. a Kovacic fan. I think Kovacic brings energy. I think he brings um, uh, uh, calmness on the ball. I think he's, you know, he's got, he reads the game really well. He's got no goals in him. That's the problem with yeah. it. And neither is Jorginho and neither is Kante. So that's a problem. Ruben has. Yeah. Ruben's got goals. Yeah. And so I think that, you know, really his build, his physique, his desire, his hunger and his goals are really making a case for him now. Especially going back to what we said about Ampadu. We're starting to see where he plays now. Yeah. Picking the ball up, driving forward, Essien-like. That's what he does. You know, yeah. he's really good at that. I, mean, I, think, I think, sorry, I just think Loftus-Cheek, you know, there are games, even last season, which were, again, the minor, more minor games, you know, the Carabao Cup, things like that. Yeah, there were some games he came on and practically run the game. There were one or two games, I remember, where, you know, he was the best player on the pitch for either team, you know. Uh, uh, and yet he still keeps going back to being, not even in the squad for some of our games, not just cheap, not even yeah, in the squad, but I think, not on the bench even. I, I would say that Sarri is managing him more than, say, Conte did. I think Sarri is aware of the furore about Loftus-Cheek, but is determined to make Loftus-Cheek get into the side on the right 
form, the right merits in the right way. And he is teaching him things. You listen to Loftus-Cheek after the Fulham game and what he said. He was very measured about everything, saying, I'm learning stuff. I'm, I'm learning what I have to do. First thing he said was, I'm learning what I have to do defensively. He's very aware that if he gets things right, things will fall into place for him. And this brings me to my point about all the pundits on TV who are doing my head in completely when every time Loftus-Cheek makes an appearance, starts, does something, go, he's got to leave that club. He's yeah. just got to leave that club. He he's needs not, to play every game. He's not leaving. All this, he's going out online. No, no yeah, chance. Not Ian Wright and Jake Humphrey should both be shot because it's getting <laughs> so boring. Jake Humphreys is trying to... He's always got something to say against Chelsea and it usually involves one of the youngsters. Oh, they need to go. It's yeah. ruining, ruining his career. It's ruining the England prospects. I mean, well, and it's nonsense. Lot, some the, the pundits are talking about him going in January. Yeah. No I mean, way. I talk a lot, I, I, you know, I, I get a lot of kind of flack on Twitter sometimes from people turning around and saying, well, you know, I don't know why you're, you know, why, why you're putting people out on loan. You know, what if they're needed? You know, look at Harry Kane. I'm like, Harry Kane had four loan moves. Yeah. You know, Harry Kane went to Millwall, Leicester, Norwich, yeah. Yeah, and, four, and, and someone else. You know, 54 appearances before he came back to Spurs. You know, what about Rashford? Well, Rashford is kind of an anomaly, really. I mean, and that I mean, was an accident because there were loads that, of yeah. injuries that But the night. thing, the point, and they're like, yeah, but you see, he was in the right place at the right time. So, yeah, but you can't just put players in cold storage. No. You can't just put them in suspended animation and yeah. pluck them out when you need them. They have yeah. to play. You know, and I think Abraham that, for playing Well, Abraham's uh, another against example. Against Nottingham Forest. Yeah, he always got a hat-trick against Nottingham Forest. Well, I'm sorry, Nottingham Forest are a bang-average championship yeah, yeah, team. Yeah, but what I mean That's not the getting, answer. What I mean is you're getting game time, though. That's what I'm trying yeah, to yeah. say. Is that no, you're right. He's had game time to score those goals and if he comes back to be a lot better player. Yeah, exactly. I totally agree with you. But you know, but a lot of people are saying, oh, he's got three goals against Nottingham Forest or four goals or whatever it was. And it's like, you know, he's banging him in. It's like he's banging him in the championship. Patrick Bamford was the championship player of the year. Where's he now? Yeah. You know, if you yeah. look at the last four or five championship players of the year, the Andre Grays, the Knockharts. They haven't developed. They haven't really developed no. into top-class Premier League players. The championship is its very own level. And so I don't think Tammy Abraham's the answer. You know, bring him no. back, fine. But if you're going to bring him back, play him. Because otherwise yeah. there's no point no, bringing him back. I agree, there's no point in being back otherwise, no. Um, I just I, wanted to say about Kante, because we're talking okay. about the midfield and about this idea that you're playing Kante out of position. Have a look at the goal against Fulham. Have wins a look. it high. Wins it high, drives yeah. it forward, passes it forward. It's exactly what he's there to do. Yeah. He wins it over the half line, halfway line, last man, yeah. piles in at him like a freight train, wins the ball, sets up Pedro, goal. That's what he's there for. And if anybody doubts what Sarri's trying to do with Kante, that goal is exactly that, it. That encapsulated it. In fact, it couldn't have been better for Sarri, really, that, that, how, how that goal got scored. Yeah. Because it just, as you said, he nicked it exactly high up the pitch, further up the pitch. And so it was, as you said, then just one pass onto, onto Pedro and then in the exactly. corner. I mean, and you say that is, he's getting him winning the ball further up the pitch. He's doing the same thing, really, but further up exactly. in a more offensive manner. And then it does work. So I can see I can see what he's trying to do with Kante. And Kante seems willing to do it, doesn't he? Yeah, he's I, not I, complaining. He just signed another five I can't imagine Kante ever complaining. No, you can't. If you served Kante up, you know, the wrong meal in a restaurant, he'd eat it. You know, he's just, yeah, one, he's just one of those guys. Yeah, but what I find he, funny he, about... It, not you. Yeah, exactly. But what I find funny slightly funny with Kante is he, is he does get yellow cards quite a lot, but you never see him looking aggressive. But he does he does when he has to, doesn't yeah. he? Oh, he knows how to you know, put he, he knows in. when to put a tackle in and pull someone back, but you never see him looking annoyed. He just walks yeah, off. Yeah. I'd love to know how many red cards he's got. I wouldn't have the full I think hardly any. No, because I think he knows... I can do this, and then he... Right, well, I can't do that I wouldn't that be surprised anymore. if he's had none. Yeah. And for us. 
Yeah. But also, oh, the kind of combative player is, if he, if he isn't getting yellow cards, there's something wrong. You know? yeah. I mean, he's, he's exactly. there to do that, frankly. You know? yeah. the, the other thing I'd say, just going back to Loftus-Cheek as well, and you just touched on it, the difference between him, Barkley and Kovacic, for, for me, is that Ruben has now got the confidence to run at people in such a way that it terrifies them. He is always going to give you a chance of a free kick near the penalty area. He's a tank as well. Yeah, yeah. he is. Yeah. But he's barrels as well. But he seems to have real ability now to, to just go at players. Like we used to see when he was in the under-18s and things. You mm. go, wow, that boy's good. He hasn't done it so much in the first team. But these last few games, he's you're seeing it. He's definitely getting there. And also as well, these, these kind of slight worries about his stamina that were always saying, well, can he last 90 minutes? I think they're gone now. Yeah. I think, again, you know, season at Palace... You know, playing week in, week out, getting his physique right, getting his cardio right. I think he's a, you know, I think he's got the stamina. And I play ninety minutes, so I'm a, I'm a big advocate. I think more than you know, and also as well, he's not a kid anymore. He's yeah. not, he's not no, a little not. kid anymore. Twenty-two. He's twenty-two. You know, and so he's not seventeen, eighteen, like you know, no, Hudson Odoi is. I think when you look at some of the sides we play against. He physically can match up to some of the bigger physical players, more so than yeah. even though Barkley's in better shape than he used to be, mm. and Kovacic is not a small bloke. But I do think the three, he's got more of a physical presence. You know, I, nice. think, I think as you said, players are quite afraid and they can't muscle him off the ball. He's big, physically, he's strong, and they, they you know, I think he's a, a real asset having. Nice, yeah. pro- a nice problem to have for Sarri yeah. to have that many midfielders. And I, I think he and Hudson Odoi are both knuckling down to it. Both of their interviews, they said we understand what the manager wants us to do, and we both know basically they both said we know we have to make an impression if we get a chance to play for five minutes a whole game or half a game so okay so I mean that kind of you know that's the Fulham game it is what it was Ruben scores a lovely goal it's points it's nice to see Ranieri back Mm. Um, I think he's thinking oh my gosh where was Andre Schurler I don't know. No, he had an injury. Oh, he, he was it? definitely oh, right. an injury. You know, he, he, he wasn't. He didn't want to play him. He had, there was an. He had a niggle, but he, oh, right, okay. yeah, just couldn't play. Yeah. But but Kepa made Kepa made about three good, really good saves oh, in that yeah, game. The one did. from the header from the corner was brilliant. That was a that great was a reflex. And Pedro as well. Pedro put his head in there as well. You know, from <laughs> yeah. the from the follow up. Yeah, he did. Oh, I was going to yeah. mention that. I forgot about that. Pedro. I mean, that man has really put his body on the line for us. In the time that we've had him, he has had his face smashed up about... Oh, he's got, he's got a whole drawer of Batman masks. That's right, he had a yeah. little mask, he? Yeah, he had yeah. a couple of those. Yeah, and it's true, had... he put his head in, and actually, the guy missed the ball completely, didn't he? And John yeah. kicked him in the, more in the chest. But yeah. you, can, you can say what you want about Pedro and his finishing, and, you know, and, and you know, whether he takes enough chances. You cannot, cannot, cannot question that boy's work no rate. I think you I know, think he's he is, he is oh a, I love Pedro he will he him. will run all day you know think, and one thing though, I don't get your opinion because I, I was obviously interested watching that game against Fulham but I know we do it in all the games but particularly do you think that there's any risk at all of trying to play it out from the back at all costs all the time because because I, I know it's Sarri it's obviously what you were saying Sarri's methodology methodology should say but what I mean is it's just sometimes methodology I think that's, I, that's mythology <laughs> <No>. mythology <laughs> is us being City 5-0 uh, but, crystal, but, but, crystal mythology <laughs> crystal, that's but I'm just but, but I just noticed I mean because obviously Fulham pushed their players up but we were still you know Kepper was still passing it right to the right hand side of his area even if there was a player cut, and then it, he'd pass it back and then there's someone to cut and then he passed it left and sometimes we ended up putting it out for a throw into Fulham I just wonder if 
if you have to mix it up a tiny bit more. I mean, I just I thought we we tried to play it for about every time without fail, whatever. <laughs> Even under extreme pressure, yeah. we still didn't want to hit it long. We still wanted to try and play it. And that's, sometimes that's when you get a player from the team, nick it off you, is when you're mm, trying yeah. to pass sideways near your own penalty area. I, I Whereas just, some, yeah. when looking back at a video of that, if we lose a goal, you'd say, why don't you hit it long? Just get rid of it. Yeah. But, but, but So I just think you can get almost obsessed about playing it out from the back all the time, whatever's going on. I don't yeah. know if... Yeah, I, I think I think it's just quite often we do try and break it up. We didn't do it against Fulham, you know. It, it was a kind of a, a strange one. I think maybe they just thought we've got the well, ability, we're good enough, so yeah, we can to do, do it, it against Fulham. Yeah. So we should move on though yeah. very quickly because both of you got important films to see, seventy-year-olds <laughs> to talk to. Um, no, sorry, that's later. Um, <laughs> bedtime. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, we've got Wolves away tomorrow. We're going. We're going. Yeah. We're going to Wolves. I, I wish I was going to be. I'm not. Uh, I'm working. I'm doing a, doing a gig, but I'll be following that closely. What's your, have you got predictions? Yeah, I have. That, we, that we are going to get there, uh, <laughs> hopefully. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's a funny one, because you were saying earlier, they don't score goals. So Don't score uh, enough goals. I mean, look, I think they're an impressive team to watch. Uh, you know, they, they will be nippy and fast, and they won't. So, you know, they, they won't sit on the back foot. You know, they will come at us. So we're going to have to be on our guard and not be cocky about it. But they're not good enough. And, you know, if we want to finish top four, we've got to beat teams yeah. like Wolves. And, you know, we've got no excuse, really. And, and you know, chances are we're going to lose games this season. We shouldn't lose against Wolves. What yeah. about a starting lineup? Have you got an idea of what we I think I think, knowing Sarri, it's a league game. We'll find out how he views really busy periods. Um, I would think, I know there's City coming up, but I would think that he will play pretty much the side that we're used to. It'll just be a case of whether it's Pedro and William. Morata yeah. um, or Giroud. And Morata or Giroud. And then maybe there's a question mark over Kovacic and Loftus-Cheek. Oh, well, I think Kovacic I think. is injured. I think, oh, I think you're oh, yeah, right. He went yeah. off. I saw that. Uh, well, the, they, in, I think the they said, and they okay. even, even said Alonso might might be injured as well. well not only that he didn't have a great game. So what will he well, do? We didn't, we didn't even talk about Alonso, but yeah, no. he's he's struggling at the moment. Yeah, he but, is. But, 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 he but, is. But, but obviously, he can, they can either switch, you know, um, Atul Baketa to the, to left back and put Zappacosta at right, or they can play Palmieri, can't they? I mean, yeah, Emerson. Yeah, yeah. Emerson, no, I think Emerson. Emerson you know, em, I think put Emerson in and leave. Uh, yeah. it's, it's otherwise where he is, is because yeah, yeah. I think Emerson's not played badly when no, he's no he looks right. like a decent player and he's coming back from I, lots I, I of think he might so. start with, with Morata and William as opposed to Giroud and Pedro yeah and I think probably Morata will start I wouldn't we'll be surprised yeah, Barkley, okay. or, Barkley or um, oh, Loftus-Cheek it'll be, it'll be Barkley because we're not expecting it exactly prediction 2-0 uh, uh, Chelsea okay I'm going to go I'm going to go 3-1 Chelsea. And I'm going 2-1 Chelsea. Okay, fine. And then quickly, last summing up, it's a big game, so we won't gloss over it. Well, we're going to have to because you've got to go. Uh, Man City, um, we don't need to say too much about it. It is our next big test. If we get a draw out of it, I'll be happy. Yeah. So would I be very happy. I mean, but they, they show, teams, one or two teams, like in Europe, have shown they can be got at. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, you know, they're, they're, on, they're on a different, they're on a different level. In, yeah, in a they're, they're like, anybody that says there isn't, anybody that kind of has this blinkered tribal no, no, view of football, uh, you know, really, you've got to look at Man City and think they are on a different level. They are, yeah. If I you mean, can get a draw against them, that's I, a result. I agree, I agree. But I hope we're a bit more adventurous than last season where oh, we lost yeah. both games one nil by yeah. just putting ten man behind the ball. I don't and think, to I don't think he'll do that. He won't no. do that. He won't. It's not in his philosophy. You know, we, we'll lose, we'll, we'll lose five nil, or we'll get a draw. You know. But I'll be watching that game in Romania, Bucharest, Romania, doing a show out there. 
and it's on live, on t- obviously on TV there as well. And uh, so I'll be watching that and going straight on stage the minute we finish. Uh, <laughs> so God knows how I'm going to be feeling when well, I go on. Well, hopefully straight you'll after be that out there and... <laughs> These are younger people out there, are yeah, they? Yeah, that's right. I hope I'll be out there saying, we've just done something, but yeah, it's just over. Come on, you But I'd agree with you totally, Annie. A, a draw, I'd be very happy. Maybe you can make Bucharest a blue caress. Oh, very hey, nice. I'm going to remember this. That's I'm, get, well, I'm getting the hurry up from okay, cinema I know. going I know, here. I know. That's, but that's going to be in, I should mention so, that. Okay, quick prediction for Man City. Optimistic would be two all. Two all, Andy? One, one all. I'm going to go for nil-nil, because <laughs> I've never seen a nil-nil, and it can't happen. Andy is now out the door. I'm going to stay with you for a while and, and just chat about what kind of week I've been having. No, we better go. All right, well, thanks ever so much, everyone. Great to see you, Jeff. Nice to see you, Andy, as always. Thanks, We're going to Wolves. Come and say hello if you see us, and we will see you all next week. This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at chelseapodcast.net. The Chels is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.